Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. From Equity Mates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. Rupert Murdoch is getting the band back together. Nine years ago, the Australian billionaire and media executive was forced to split his company in two. News Corp, the company that owns the Wall Street Journal, is considering splitting into two companies, publishing on one side, entertainment on the other. One company for most of his news assets, News Corp, and a second company for most of his entertainment assets, named 21st Century Fox. Nine years later, he is proposing joining them back together into one company. But not everyone thinks remarrying News Corp and Fox is a good idea. It's Friday, the 28th of October, and today I want to know, why is Rupert Murdoch remerging his company? What's changed from that point nine years ago? To do this, I'm joined by my colleague here at Equity Mates. It's Darcy Gordell. Darcy, welcome to the dive. Thanks, Sasha. Plenty to unpack with this one. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Let's get into it. Darcy, Rupert Murdoch may not be the richest person in the world, but I think we can say his influence on news and politics is probably unmatched. Let's frame just how much control he has. Sasha, in the US, Murdoch runs Fox News and that attracts more than 50% of the cable news viewing audience in the States. Are you ready, America? In the UK, Murdoch controls 25% of all print media. And in Australia, Rupert Murdoch controls nearly two-thirds of all print media. Do do you like the feeling of power you have as a newspaper proprietor of being able to sort of formulate policies for a large number of newspapers in every state of Australia. But outside of those numbers, the political influence of News Corp and Fox can't be understated. Well, there's only one honest answer to that, of course, and that's yes. So as much as there is to be said about how he uses that influence, we're a business podcast, so that's what we're going to stick with. And the business that Murdoch has built is impressive. He started with just one Adelaide newspaper and he's grown a multi-billion dollar empire. He has. Murdoch took over the struggling family newspaper business after he finished university. And it started with that one newspaper in Adelaide called The News. And since he's grown the world's biggest news empire. It really did take off though with one other newspaper, The Australian. And that became the first national daily newspaper in 1964. Then four years later, he entered the UK. And five years after that, he entered the United States. So they became the three major countries that Murdoch operates in. But he also owns Sky Italia, which is a satellite television provider in Italy. He held a stake in the South China Morning Post, which he sold in 1994. He operated Star India, and he even owns 60% of the Papua New Guinea Post Courier, a major newspaper in PNG. And from news, he expanded into other media and built a huge television and movie business as well. That's right. In the 1980s, Murdoch expanded beyond news and into entertainment in America. He bought a stake in 20th Century Fox in 1984 and then in 1986 founded Fox Broadcasting Company. 
1989, Murdoch launched cable television network Sky Television in Britain and then in 1995 launched a cable TV network in Australia called Foxtel and that was in partnership with Australia's largest telco, Telstra. And then in 2013, Rupert Murdoch split his life's work into two. Start spreading the news times two. Rupert Murdoch's media conglomerate has confirmed reports Tuesday that it is considering a restructuring. News Corp may split into two companies. He split out the news assets into one company, News Corp, and his entertainment assets into a second company called 21st Century Fox. Two big businesses, Sasha. So under the News Corp arm of the business is mostly his print media, and that includes the Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, the Times in the UK and just dozens of papers here in Australia. Really famous mastheads. Absolutely. And then under the Fox arm of the business is Fox News, Fox Sports, Fox Entertainment, Fox Business, the list goes on. But these are mostly US-based assets. And a few years ago, Disney actually bought most of 21st Century Fox, including the film and TV studios and the cable and satellite channels in the US. Murdoch renamed his smaller remaining entertainment businesses Fox Corporation. So Murdoch spent his life building this empire. He was 82 years old in 2013. you think surely close to retirement. I hope I'm winding down in my 80s. But then what happened is there was one giant scandal that forced him to split this empire into two. An extraordinary moment in British journalism. The news of the world is to close, victim of its own phone hacking scandal. Tell us, Darcy, about the news of the world scandal. Murdoch-owned newspapers, including The Sun and The Times, were found to have tapped the phones of celebrities, politicians and members of the British royal family. Are you suggesting there that that story must have come from phone hacking? Well, what I say in this paragraph is that the Mail on Sunday ran an article February 2007 saying that my relationship with my then-girlfriend, Jemima Khan, was on the rocks because Mm -hmm. of my persistent late-night flirtatious phone calls with a plummy-voiced studio executive from Warner Brothers. Mm. But if that wasn't bad enough, it later came out that the phones of murdered schoolgirl Millie Dowler, relatives of deceased British soldiers and victims of the 2005 London bombings, their phones had also been hacked just a complete breach of privacy and the law. It's been revealed police have told the parents of two schoolgirls murdered in 2002 that their family phones may have been hacked into while the girls were missing. As you can imagine, the public outrage against Murdoch and News Corp led to some high-profile resignations, and that included Murdoch himself as director of News Corp and his son James as executive chairman. The news of the world was also shut down. I remember it being such a shocking story at the time and just over the years it doesn't seem to have got any better as more details have been revealed. But here's where I'm stuck, Darcy. Why was the response to being caught hacking phones to then split up the company? The key reason was to protect the more profitable entertainment assets from being swept up in a judgment against News Corp. News Corp was facing hundreds of millions of dollars in charges related to this scandal at its UK paper division. And if the company couldn't pay those fines, a court could actually order assets to be seized or sold to pay the penalty. Basically, Murdoch wanted to split the businesses up to prevent Fox being dragged into the drama. And there were other benefits to the move. At the time, the Fox entertainment business was growing faster than the publishing arm. Print media was being disrupted by digital media, if we think back to 2013. 
And this meant investors could also value the two businesses separately. But this wasn't really by design from Murdoch. It wasn't the reason that he split the businesses up. I imagine that investors saw Fox as a more attractive investment than News Corp. Look, let's take a quick break. And then when we get back, I want to talk about why Murdoch is now talking about reuniting these two businesses nine years later. Kind of a renewal of vows of sorts. Welcome back to The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram. We're at thedive.businessnews. Get in touch and keep up to date with all the business news stories from around the world. Darcy, let's get to the question at hand today. Why after nine years of separation, I mean, that's quite a long time for two parties not to be chatting, is Rupert Murdoch planning to reunite his two darlings, News Corp, and Fox. News that the two companies would recombine was disclosed late on Friday, with both saying they have formed special committees to explore a potential merger. If a deal goes through, it will allow Murdoch greater control over his media empire and help the companies trim costs as they fight for users' attention against deep-pocketed social media and content websites. It's not as simple as one reason. And it is important to mention that news of this reunification was actually leaked rather than released by the Murdoch family. Some high-profile executives of both Fox and News Corp didn't actually have any idea that it was going to happen until this leak. Oh, that's a bit awkward. It's not the kind of news you want to be reading on the front page when you're kept in the dark. So reports are that the Murdoch family have been quietly planning this secretly from even the most senior executives of each company. And there are three main reasons for why this is happening, Sasha. The first is succession. Rupert Murdoch is 91 years old. It's time for him to pass the mantle on. And Lachlan Murdoch, his son, is in line to succeed. Consolidating the two companies, Fox and News Corp, would make it a lot simpler for Lachlan to take over one consolidated operating company rather than take on Rupert's role as chairman of two different multi-billion dollar global companies. The second reason is it would save them money. The recombination would save money by reuniting networks like Fox News with the Wall Street Journal paper and the New York Post. It saves the Murdochs having to run these two separate companies. And then the final reason is that it would allow them to compete and grow more easily. It would mean the bigger entity, the combined one, would have more power to promote new businesses such as sports betting across multiple media outlets. Okay, you've made quite a few points there and there's a lot to unpack in each of them. So let's get stuck in. Rupert is 91 years old. I think it's understandable that he's looking to pass the baton on. I don't think we're speaking out of turn there. Is his son Lachlan really in line to run the whole United business? He definitely is. And it would certainly consolidate the position of Lachlan, who's currently News Corp's co-chairman and the executive chairman and CEO of Fox. Just a quick side note here, Lachlan Murdoch and James Murdoch, Rupert's two sons, they've kind of been pitted against each other in the media. Who's going to succeed Rupert? It's been a big decision. So much so that they actually made Succession, the TV series, loosely based on the Murdoch family. But it's now clear that Lachlan has won and James is now pretty anti-News Corp. Yeah, there's lots of reports around the writer of Succession and him kind of avoiding reports that it's based on truth. But it's pretty clear to see that it's a rich vein of family drama to be tapping into. So that's the first reason. The second is, well, what makes the world go round in business, at least Darcy, it's money. 
Yeah, and there are a lot of synergies here. It just doesn't really make sense that Fox News is with Fox Corporation, while the rest of the news companies like the Wall Street Journal, they're with News Corp. And similarly, it doesn't really make sense that cable network Foxtel in Australia and Channel Talk TV in the UK are with News Corp, while the rest of the broadcast and entertainment assets are with Fox. So essentially bringing these companies together, it's going to allow them to share resources and know-how. And this is becoming more important because both companies are facing a lot of competition. Digital streaming services, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, they're all putting a lot of pressure on cable TV and that affects networks like Fox News and the sports channels. And also news companies continue to be challenged by online publishers. I mean, Equinimates is one of those really, isn't it? Not maybe at News Corp level yet, but one can dream. We'll, we'll get there, Sasha. Some of News Corp's businesses are making the transition to the new world, as we call it. The Wall Street Journal, for example, has 700,000 print subscriptions remaining, but it now has 2.9 million digital subscriptions. But then other parts are struggling. Overall, according to Pew Research, the number of newsroom employees fell 57% between 2008 and 2020. So the whole news business is struggling. The Murdochs hope that by combining the two businesses, it'll help them become a major media company and digital publisher across both news and entertainment. Yeah, it's streamlining the company in a way that they can become more efficient, as you say. And that leads us to the opportunities that a larger combined business might be able to pursue. There are opportunities to combine digital subscription offerings and also opportunities to create new business lines. And one area that they're targeting is sports betting. Yeah, it is. Just a few weeks ago, you may have heard us talking about it in the office. They launched a major new betting platform called Better. The betting brand for sports fans. Now that's better. Gamble responsibly. And that's backed by News Corp, which owns a 33% stake in the company. Murdoch also started Foxbet, and that operates in the United States. It has struggled to gain traction in the States um, with some regulation and stricter laws in the States, but it has partnered with Flutter, which is the world's largest listed gambling group. So Murdoch clearly sees sports betting as a growing industry, both in the US and globally, and he wants to take a piece of the cake. So to sum it all up, the move to recombine the companies would create a diversified global news, sport and digital giant designed to compete directly with tech giants like Google, Meta, Amazon and Netflix for online advertising and subscriptions. And the plan is for Lachlan Murdoch to head up that business. That is the plan. And it's actually similar in some ways to the storyline of Viacom and CBS. Those two companies, which were part of the Redstone family's media empire, they split up in 2006, but merged back together in 2019. A bit of a parallel to this situation. And that combined company is now called Paramount Global, which you've probably heard of. Yeah, definitely. Look, Darcy, I know it's a bit of a wait until season four of Succession, so it's good to know that the real-life drama is playing out and keeping me entertained in the meantime. And I'm just going to take the opportunity to say that if you're interested in learning more about the foundation of Fox News, I've got to recommend The Loudest Voice, which was a television series featuring Russell Crowe, Really fascinating to see how they went about starting up that highly successful and provocative television channel. Nice, Sasha. I'll get to that on the weekend. Thanks so much for joining us on The Dive today. If you enjoyed this episode, then please tell a friend or jump on Apple or Spotify and give us a five-star review. 
Those reviews really help the podcast be recommended to other people and we would love to grow. Any small amount of feedback is welcome. We work so hard on the show and we're so proud of it. So please help us out. Remember, you can always follow us on Instagram. We are at the dive.businessnews. You can also contact us by email. So send us a message, thedive at equitymates.com. Tell us what you want us to talk about and subscribe wherever you're listening right now so you'll never miss an episode the next time it drops. Darcy, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks, Sasha. Until next time. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697.